comes the money. Here we go. Money talk. Here comes the Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Peace of Mind Money Line. My name is AJ. As always, I'm here with my co-host, Kevin Jackson. How you doing, everybody? As well as our producer, Justice West. Justice, how's it going? Good evening. It's going really well. Good, fellas. Uh, We're a week off. We missed last week. We apologize. Uh, Not going to get into why, but we just missed last week. Uh, But we're back. Um, We're here. We're ready. Yeah, busy life. Like, y'all got shit to do. We do, too. Respect our time. No, I'm just kidding. Um, No, got busy. Missed last week. Um, (laughs) We're we're, going to try to do a better job being on it, but uh, definitely wanted to get on here and give you all some picks for the week. Um, Since we didn't have a show last week, I can just tell you all I went 15 for 15 and won every pick I had, and you'll just have to respect (laughs) it and believe it. Yeah, and and the weather in Nashville was a cool fall like 75 degrees as well brisk so. brisk 71 yeah. uh just Leave a light jacket in the car oh <laughs> shit listen it's been miserable here and there's it's it's gonna be above 90 all but two days between now and the beginning of october that's insane to me and we're already i think at 11 straight days above of above 90 yeah with less with uh Lindsay showed me a, an article today, and it was like less than 0.1 inches of rain this month. We had to cancel our middle school football game because the heat index was like 108 yeah. in late September. Whew. Wow. Nevertheless, we're back. We're here for you all. Um, we've been... We, <laughs> We've got our we've got our picks updated from the last time we were with you, uh, Justice. I believe you got the the standings. Yes. So the last time that we picked, um, and I'll give you the last time we picked and the totals. AJ went six and four with his picks, bringing him to fourteen and eight on the year. Um, I don't know if we need to play a taps for Kevin last week hey, or last time we picked. It's six. a tough week. It's a tough week. <laughs> he went two and eight with his straight up money line picks. So he's at 500 on the year. I respect the effort. You First off, with- you're partly to blame because Tennessee did not show up. Yes. I thought Vanderbilt would be pre handle Purdue. Texas AM, I get it. They were a stretch against Clemson. Oh, well. Nebraska decided to just let Colorado have the game. And I think we finally have learned that Sanford is terrible. And, I mean, this is LSU-Texas. That's not so bad. I mean, Texas was there and the game was home. That's not a tor- terrible pick. So, Two and It is. Rough, it's though. bad luck. You know what? Eventually, like Bill Parcell says, you are what your record is. So, like, well, so, I mean, that's tough. That's tough. You want some positive yeah. news, so Kev? Our- What's that? You still got, like, t- 10, 12 more weeks. Yeah, more. I mean, we're going to rebound. I'm planning on re- – if I get another two and eight week, you might as well just play the tabs. <laughs> <laughs> so our guest picker, Sam Grayson, went six and four with his picks. Um, 
My picks were six and four as well, correctly predicting BYU to crush Tennessee's heart. And my total actually on the year is 16 and six. So early, got an early start out of the gates there. So there's your picks from picks update. So we're here, we're back. Uh, we're going over, uh, I think we'll, you want to start with your, your bets for the week, Kev, and then we'll go. I'd love to. Right. I love to. I'm feeling pretty confident about my bets for the week. Let's hear them, man. I'm I'm trying to win some money. We're down a little bit, but let's get back. Um, my first one, uh, Nebraska at Illinois minus thirteen and a half. I think Illinois is a uh, at best six and six program. I don't. I I mean, I think I think Nebraska is going to come out, and that's an easy win for them. Uh, so I'm gonna take Nebraska minus 13 and a half. Then I've got uh, Northwestern plus nine against Michigan State. Mm. It's at Northwestern, Michigan State. It's tough to win by nine if you can't score nine points. Very true. Some would say. So um, yeah, and and I think um, Hunter Johnson, quarterback mm. for Northwestern. I think he's coming along. And, uh, I, you know, I just – I believe in Pat Fitzgerald. I think they get up for these kind of games. Uh, they beat Michigan State last year, I believe. So, uh, the next one is my lock. Like, lock it up. Take it to the bank. Uh, Mrs. West, Ms. Nance, put the mortgage on it. I'm not going to bet my mortgage because I know my hmm. wife wouldn't appreciate that. But Wisconsin minus three and a half <laughs> against Michigan is the – lock of the week. I just read recently that Michigan's uh, star freshman running back is probably not playing. It's at Wisconsin. Michigan has been average at best. And I think uh, Wisconsin, I mean, like it's, again, conversely to Michigan State, it's hard to lose when nobody scores on you. Didn't did, did Michigan have a week off last week? Michigan and Wisconsin had a week off last week. Oh, God. Well, there goes that. <laughs> hey, Michigan had a week off two weeks ago, too, though. So. <laughs> Golly. So then, um, you can't AJ. stop. You can't stop. Uh, who they play? Army? You can't stop that run. Good <laughs> luck with Jonathan Taylor, baby. Because the thing about the Army game that got me, though, was like at no point did Michigan out athlete them. No. Like at no point did Michigan say, you know what? You can't cover us on the D ball. Like our receivers are better than your DBs. We have a clear talent advantage. Like, put the ball in space. Like, at no point did that ever happen. Yeah. So, oh, well. Uh, this is by – next pick is by no means a homer pick for you, AJ. I just really I'm – a, I'm a really bet big on Mark Stoops right now. Mm. Kentucky plus six and a half at Mississippi State. Uh, I watched Mississippi State last week struggle against Kansas State. Mm-hmm. I know this game's always a toss-up for you guys, um, but I really, 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 really think that Kentucky, instead of instead of uh, packing it in and having the hangover from the tough loss last week against the Florida, mm-hmm. I think Mark Stoop is really going to show the strength of their program this week by bouncing back with a win. A weak program would would get beat twice from last week's loss. You know, that 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 tough carryover. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, that tough field goal miss against uh, Florida. You're clearly better than Florida. You played better than Florida, and you still didn't get the W. A bad team, a bad culture, a bad program would lose again the next week. I think Kentucky's going to bounce back. Mm. And then I got Oregon minus 10.5 against Stanford. Um, I just, Stanford's not good. So there you go. I like it. A uh, couple comments. Uh, you know, I don't bet on my cats, <laughs> so don't even worry about it. Well, I will if you bet say- on the cats, you got to hedge your bet. Like, you're bet right. on the cats to lose or not cover the spread. And you're like, ah, fuck. And then they win and they do. And you're like, oh. That's hey. what I do with the Cubs. And yep. that's how I, I live to see 162. Um, but I will say, I was very disappointed with the lines that came out to start the week because on Sunday, we were eight and a half point underdog at Mississippi State. So it's too much. What you're telling me is Mississippi State's a better football team than Florida. With I'm pretty sure their backup quarterback's going to be starting because he's the one that got helicoptered at the end of the game. Not the that's starter. A, you know, our kids are going to see that highlight film. That was, I mean, that was a hell of a hit, and it was a hell of an effort too. Um, not that I can snuff my nose at backup quarterbacks because we just got beat by one. But to to say that they're an eight and a half point favorite, but also you have one, so right. So it's like, I mean. It's our first true road game. Um, it'll be interesting to see. I will say Florida, who's damn near leading the nation in sacks, uh, got one sack last week. Uh, if we can duplicate that this week with our efforts and give Sawyer time, we've got receivers that can make plays, and we've got guys that run the ball well. I I, I said this to my wife as we were leaving the game last week. Obviously very disappointed in not getting that win, but – this is where you've got to show the maturation of your program. You have to, like you said, you have to come back from, from bad losses and you can't, you can't let a bad loss beat you twice. That's always been the rule. And so I look for, I look to your point. I look for coach stoops to, to really get after these boys for the next few days and show up and, um, at Mississippi state with a little bit of an attitude, a little bit of chip on their shoulder and play a little bit pissed off, uh, that they let one get away from them. And I'll be really excited to see how we, we play. Um, obviously, like I said, I don't bet on my cats. I stay away from lines and all that stuff with my cats. But um, I don't I don't think that's a homer pick at all. I honestly think it's um, it is truly a decent pick. And and I'd be I would be pretty upset if our team um, got beat by an outstanding margin, because that means I would allowed. I would bet that. Honestly, like I wouldn't be surprised if Kentucky went straight up. Yeah, I we'll get to that maybe in our picks, but yeah, we'll see about that. Um, mine. I'm glad you did this. I I was gonna stop. Did Kevin, did you get five there? Sorry, mm-hmm. did you get five? I did. Nebraska, Illinois, Nebraska minus thirteen and a half. Northwestern and Michigan State Northwestern uh, at home plus nine. Wisconsin minus three and a half at home against Michigan. Kentucky plus six and a half on the road at Michigan uh, Mississippi State, and Oregon minus ten and a half at home against Stanford. I was gonna say, um, I was gonna stop you after your first pick and say Let, we should start doing this, but you did it anyway, and it's perfect. I do think that we should give a lock of the week every week. Yeah. Um, and the reason why I say that is because you read my mind. 
my lock of the week, Wisconsin at three and a half. Like, I shit you not. Are we you did kidding? not play in not, this. Listen, we've talked nothing but middle school football for the last 72 hours. Um, Wisconsin at three and a half, when they've been averaging like 40 plus points, and Michigan struggles to put points on the board as is. Michigan st- struggles to stop the run as is. And it's on the road. And it's on the road. Come on now. No. Come on now. Like, no. Ch- like, I, Wisconsin has looked strong to start the year. And Michigan has just been getting by. Like, I, I expect Wisconsin to dominate ball possession, dominate um, – the ground game and really just, you know, take away Michigan's will in this game. I'm thinking this might be like a 21, 10, 24, 13 kind of game. Honestly. So honestly, uh, in 2016, I believe it was 2016. I went to the Michigan, Wisconsin game in. Yeah. Yeah. yeah in Madison. Mm-hmm. And Michigan was starting a backup quarterback, Brandon Peters. And he's since transferred. But Michigan got worn down in the game. Ended up, you know, getting uh, Wisconsin pulled away at the end. And then last year, Wisconsin was part of the uh, the infamous revenge tour. Oh, yeah. And I think that hell is going to be unleashed on Michigan this year in, in Madison. Yeah. Because I, of last year. I, I think you're right. I think you're right. But, yeah, without con- without conversing, my lock of the week. Wisconsin three and a half over Michigan. Um, my next one, I'm gonna take the under at 61 for the Louisville Florida State game. Uh, I Florida State's bad. Florida State's they're bad. bad. Yeah, yeah, and they're a broken program because uh, you know they they're losers. Yeah, I mean I hate to say that, but like. In the nicest way possible, they're losers. Like when the game is on the line, they find a way to lose the game. Absolutely, absolutely. And I, I hate that because football's better when Florida State's good, but right now they're just not good. Um, and I think part of the reason they can't fit, they cannot finish games. They've been in every game and they just can't finish. Even the games that they've been leading by twenty some odd points, they can't finish. Um, so I think that both of these defenses are bad enough to give up points. And they're also, both teams are offensively inept enough not to score points. So I'm going to go with the under, um, which is kind of different. I was going to take Louisville at plus six and a half. Um, I'm just not sure if they've shown me enough versus Eastern and Western Kentucky. If, because both of those teams are not better than Florida state and Florida state's not great, but I think that they can at least, and they've shown they can play a half of a ball game, which matters, like especially when you're playing the under. Um, so I'm gonna take the under in that game. I'm gonna take the over in Texas Oklahoma State at 73. A lot of points, but that worries me. Why's that? It just, I don't know. Like when you get a game like that, if it turns out like. If one team is forced to score all the points, then it's tough to make the over. True, but the way I look at it is both offenses, high-powered, equipped to score points, 
if Texas can put up 40 against uh, LSU, they can put up 35 against Oklahoma State. Yeah. And can Oklahoma State put up 35? I don't know, but like they they are a factory for scoring points. And I think that, you know, if the game gets out of hand, it's just going to be an air it out kind of thing. And it's going to be either a lot of like deep balls, missed coverage, touchdowns, or it's going to be a lot of picks returned inside the red zone and short fields. True. So I'm going to take that. Uh, I'm going to take LSU Vandy, the under, at 62 and a half. Uh, I think LSU is going to put up a lot of points. I don't think Vandy's going to score very many. And so I can see this Fair. being. So like the same a, reason we just talked about. Right. It could be a 42 to 3 game. But I don't see LSU putting up 50 points. And I don't see Vandy scoring more than 13. So that's that. So that's one, two, three. I put multiple games on here. Oh, my last one. I'm going to take Cal at plus two against Ole Miss. Cal plus two at Ole Miss? Yep. I don't think, I do not think Ole Miss is a better football team than Washington. And Cal went on the road and got Washington. And I think that. When you play games like this, the conference that's not SEC always has a little bit of a chip on their shoulder to prove that they can play with the SEC. And I think this game will go a lot to prove that Cal is a good team. And I just don't think Ole Miss is a good team yet. So I'm going to go with Cal at plus two. I have not watched a Cal game, so. I, Fair enough. So I didn't watch them. I didn't watch them last week. I watched them uh, two <laughs> weeks ago. I think it was two weeks ago. The um, the game versus Washington, and they can't. They're not a huge scoring team, but I think defensively they're pretty. They're pretty good, and I don't think Ole Miss is offensively good enough to exploit it. And so, fair enough. I think Kyle gets them. So those are my five. I got a bonus one. Those are my five. It reminds me of the T-Mobile. <laughs> you and my five? You and my five? Uh, that's my, my bonus one. I'm going to take the Appalachian State UNC under at 58. Um, And just so we're out there, I, I'm a big parlay man. I tell you all every week. I bet on North Carolina as uh, – plus three last week and I got to my in-laws house in the third in the beginning of the fourth quarter and it was what was it's 21 to three against uh Wake Forest and they were down and they drive down field the score make it uh 21 10 drive down field the score again then they get the two-point conversion to make it 21 18 and they had multiple times to stop Wake Forest and literally kept getting gashed. And then Wake Forest drives all the way downfield. It's like third and six, and they finally get a stop inside the 25. Wake Forest kicks the field goal to go up six. I'm so tired of North Carolina screwing me over. That's the third week in a row. I've bet either with them or against them, and they've screwed me. Is there a more, like, satisfying – 
team than North Carolina, though. I mean, like you see, you see less miles. You know, they win the first Power Five non-conference road game since 2008, I believe. Mm-hmm. They lost. They had lost like 49 in a row, 43 in a row, or something like that. And so you just love to see that from a coach like Les Miles. Like you just love to see a guy come back to a, go to a program and just elevate that program. And then, I mean, seemingly overnight, Mac Brown has made North Carolina competitive in every single game they played. And I don't, I mean, they won the first two. That's fair. They, they and do. they got in a dog fight in game three. And, you know, they didn't come out their way, but they're right there. Like it's also their first true road game. Yeah, and I mean, so I do like, think that matters. God, don't you? I mean, isn't that what's beautiful about college football? I mean, like, kudos to Mac Brown because you I mean you think about Mac Brown and like, yeah, well, he had Vince Young, so you know, like, who is it going to win a national title with Vince Young? Yeah, but like, and it just it's refreshing to see, uh, especially after that first game, like him tear up with those guys that have beat South Carolina. He's just sitting there going, man. These kids, I know how hard these kids have worked, and we've we've put them through a lot. And just to see them come out with this win, and he starts tearing up and all that stuff. So I know North Carolina isn't treating you well, but I just love to watch it as a college football fan. It seems to be everything right about college football. Yeah, I, I was just going to say, in my defense, if they would have covered, I would have been much more happy with yeah, <laughs> what Mac Brown's doing. Don't mess with somebody's money, you know? <laughs> well, yeah, so th- those are my five. Um, I, I'm feeling good about some of these, some of them are toss up. Um, but with that in mind, let's go ahead and get to the pickums. Justice, what you got for us this week? Yeah. Um, I'll post my bets later on just because I feel like it's worth it to the listeners since I have more money than you guys in our picks. So, um, watch out for old dominion at Virginia. For what it's worth, at plus twenty nine. I gotta tell you, man, you're the kicking coach. You got a lot more time on your hands. Yeah, that's true. Something like that. Me and Donovan just sit over there on the sidelines. Donovan probably out research. Probably Donovan out pick me probably by (laughs) this point. (laughs) All right, so we got our pickums for the week. We already went over the last time we picked standings. We're gonna go ten games again. Pick them straight up. We'll go through this pretty quick. So. First game, Tennessee in the swamp at Florida. AJ, who do you got? I mean, I'm taking Florida just because Tennessee's completely inept. Like, Florida's not good, but Tennessee ain't either. And But I will say, like, 14 and a half points is a lot of points. And I think Tennessee keeps it probably a little bit closer than that. Kevin? I got to say, from what I've seen from Tennessee, it ain't happening. I know Florida's not that good, but the swamp makes a difference. If Tennessee wins, I'm going to be that gif of that white guy that's shocked and he does like the eye blinking. Like, (laughs) really? The white guy? Yeah. (laughs) You, everybody knows that one. Man. So I'm going to go Florida too. And just for your, your gambling addicts out there, uh, the spread's 14 and a half, as AJ said. Uh, if the spread were 14 and a half the past 10 years in the Tennessee Florida game, Tennessee would have covered nine out of the last 10 with multiple one point losses. It's always a close game. Um, I do think Kentucky does you a favor 
because they've shown you the blueprint of how to beat Florida. Not New saying driving. that you can replicate it, but they've shown you how to beat it. And, oh, for sure. and you have more than a quarter and a half of Florida running their complete offense. Like if the game's flipped and it's 21-10 Florida last week when Felipe get when Felipe Franks gets hurt, then their backup probably comes in and hands it off and they probably ease them in versus them being down 11. He has to run a lot of plays. So the film that you have on him is more so what like he's going to play like. And I think that he fits Dan Mullen's system a little bit more as he's more of a runner, more of an effective runner than Felipe Franks was. You know, Dan Mullen's had guys like Tebow, Dak Prescott, and I'm not putting this guy in that same in that same threshold, but his he's a little bit more mobile than Felipe Franks. So I think uh, Dan Mullen's going to be a little bit more uh, apt to call plays that he likes versus how he's been coaching Felipe Franks. Yep, so I got Florida, but same thing for you guys. Um, next game on the list, um, let's go, because I'm a little bit out of order here on my sheet, let's go with uh, Washington at BYU. Um, I'm going to go with Washington. Um, BYU's tough, um, but I think Jacob Eason's played in, in, I wouldn't call it hostile, but he's played in tough road games before. Uh, I think they're going into game four now. So he's a little bit more acclimated to this offense. I look for him to open it up a little bit and score some points. Um, BYU gives up a lot of points. They also score a lot or they score a decent amount, but they give up a lot. Uh, I just don't know if they have enough firepower to match Washington. Kevin, who do you got? I'm going to say BYU with the fancy Brand new uniforms that they're they breaking, breaking out this they're, week. They're breaking out the power wide uniforms. I'm going to take BYU at home against Washington. I think Washington's a little overrated. I think BYU's playing well. It's tough to play in Lavelle Edwards Stadium, the most beautiful stadium in college football. Taking BYU. All right. All right. All right. Giving Tennessee some more credibility, but I'm going to go Washington there. All right, USC at Utah. Uh, or you, excuse me, Utah at UC or USC. Utah at USC. Sorry about that. I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take Utah. Uh, USC. You know, starting Keaton Slovis. Guy is playing well, but he's gonna get introduced to a pass rush this week. I know it's at home. Uh, unless USC is good, that doesn't mean anything. So I'm gonna go with the. Uh, when in doubt, you take with you take the team that's stronger up front. So I'm going to take Utah. Yep, I'm echoing everything you said. Give me the Utes there. Um, Slovis has looked good, but yeah, UC's good. Like yeah. they're good. Yeah, I just think he's going to get tested a lot more this week than he has before. And I also think, um, to your point, Utah is returning a lot of um, veterans. So going on the road is not a, it's not a um, a terrible or like a frightening sight for them. They've done this before. All right, I've got Utah as well. Uh, Cal at Ole Miss in Oxford. Uh, AJ, who you picking? Yeah, I took Cal at plus two, so I'm 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 taking them to win as well. I think um, I think they go in there and they get them a big SEC win. Kevin. 
I just, uh, you know, I, I don't believe in, in Ole Miss. I don't think they're very good. Um, I mean, Cal's lone win is on the road at Washington. Other than that, they've played UC Davis and North Texas. Um, none of their wins are impressive. Uh, but then again, Ole Miss is not impressive either. So, uh, <laughs> I mean, I... <laughs> I'll go with, uh, like I said before, at some point you are what your record says you are. And um, I, I guess I'll go with undefeated Cal. Go on the road. Might not look pretty, but um, yeah. All right. Uh, I've got, oh, go ahead. Also, I mean, for what it's worth, I'm looking up, I did my research on this game, Ole Miss and uh, Cal. Uh, Ole Miss, don't forget, is tied for first in the SEC West. So, all right, all right, all right. That's enough. That's enough, man. Actually, go the big win. Big win against Arkansas by fourteen points, thirty-one seventeen. First in the SEC West. I mean, bad, bad. Play taps for. But I do have Ole Miss in this game. Um, Weirdly enough, all right. So, a game we've talked about a lot, analysis-wise. Who do you have straight up? Kentucky at Mississippi State. I man, I hate picking. <laughs> I, I, I hate picking my team. Um, I hate picking my team. I'm, I'm, I'm taking the Kevin Jackson approach. I'm hedging my bets. I'm taking Mississippi State. So if we if we win, I feel great. I don't give a damn about this loss on my record. All right, Kevin. I'm going to go with Kentucky straight up. I really am. I, I believe I'm going to put my money where my mouth is. Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to bet on Mark Stoops, get the boys ready to play and uh, go on the road and Mississippi state going to win, going to lose two in a row at home. Right. I'm Here going for, for weirdly enough, Kentucky as well. Uh, odd prediction of the day, chance poor three for three from field goals. Um, Notre Dame at, Georgia kind of liked the build marquee matchup of the weekend. Uh, Kevin, who do you got? Does Notre Dame stand a chance? Um, you know, I you know, I, I don't <laughs> think so. I think I think Georgia wins. Um, I, I I don't know if Georgia really has played anybody. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if it's as, if it's a lot closer than people think. Um, I, I really, this is probably not a popular opinion, but, uh, Notre Dame is, is they're a well-coached team. Um, it, you know, they play a tough schedule and, uh, it seems like year in and year out that they win games. (laughs) The fact that it's in Georgia is, um, is is pretty much guarantees a loss for Notre Dame, but I I, I don't know if it's going to be as bad as people think. Um, but that being said, if Georgia were to win by thirty, I think they have the capability to do that. Um, so I, you know, I I just still feel like at this point in the year, there's a lot of question marks for Georgia. Is is they lost a lot, and how good can they really be? So that's that's where I stand with Georgia. I think they'll win. I think they'll win. Yeah, I, I give me Georgia, uh, just off the simple fact that you can't be rate 
ranked in the hundreds in rush defense and come in against a team that likes to pound the football with gr- like grown boys because they ain't men yet. But, I mean, offensive line, the average is like 326, and they're just opening up these gaping holes for – I'm assuming uh, you're talking about Georgia. Georgia. Yeah, open up these gaping holes for DeAndre Swift. And Notre Dame's already bad against the run. Like, I just I, – I got to go Georgia here. It's between the hedges. It's at night. Um, it's going to be a tough environment for Notre Dame. Um I will say that they did get tested a little bit at Louisville, so I think that helps them coming into this game. I'm not necessarily certain I want to project a blowout win, uh, but I do think UGA gets it done. Yeah, I mean, it would be it would be one of the most profound uh, upsets in recent memory if, for Notre, if Dame. Notre Dame. If Notre Dame were to go in and win that game, I think that would be a game that's pretty. Um, I mean, I thought. I, Maybe the national championship game last year. Nobody expected a twenty-eight point victory from Clemson, but um, I mean, I mean, I can't think of much other. If the number seven team beat the number four team, so you're saying by logic Notre Dame's overrated. I wouldn't say overrated. I would just say they're not. They are on paper, on film, eye test, whatever you want to call it, not better than Georgia, and. The games that they win against ranked teams, like they beat Michigan last year, I thought they were a better team than Michigan last year. So that's not a prolific win for them. I think they're not a better team than Georgia. I don't think they got better athletes in Georgia, and I don't think that they – Well, I, I think that win for them would be a big prolific win. Justice, your logic is – is is inherently flawed in my opinion. If you look at the if you look at the rankings on a linear scale, like you know, like know seven and then the up. next block up is six. Whereas I honestly view college football right now as more of an exponential scale. So you've get well I know, but like straight up, are you saying Notre Dame has just as good a chance as Auburn? I think they have less well I, but also also you you some teams are built some teams or are Texas built differently. And I, I mean, I don't know. I think Notre Dame is – I think a lot of people look at Notre Dame and go, oh, geez, you know, they lost to Clemson. They're overrated. They're terrible. Fine bombs. Like, they should never be allowed in the playoff ever again. Oh, the, oh I agree with you there. You know, it's like maybe that Clemson – so I think a lot of times a lot of people are like, oh, Notre Dame could never go into Georgia and beat, and beat, and, uh, and beat them. But – I honestly like we're just kind of I think I think Alabama, I think Clemson, I think Georgia, Ohio State, I think like those programs as a program are so far ahead of everybody else. They get so many more better players that it's like an exponential scale. That Oh yeah, you got a big that's what? right now. You got a big six. Yeah, and so football. Georgia might be ranked. I'm sorry, Al, uh, Notre Dame might be ranked seventh, but that doesn't mean that doesn't mean they're necessarily overranked. But it also doesn't mean necessarily that they're close to to Georgia. If you were looking at an exponential scale, okay. like an exponential chart, I'm sorry to get all mathematical on you. I'm sorry, I, I teach math, <laughs> but no, I, I mean I'm an analytics person, but actually. So to close this conversation, um, I'll go away from analytics on this and just use Kevin. I will admit that the SEC is the unanimous crap, like the champion. Yep. So Georgia's going to win that yep. game because uh, of Kevin. There you go. This is what it is. 
I have no idea so, said Notre Dame. So. Uh, I will say – go ahead. You I'll said – I was just no, – go no, you go ahead. Go ahead, Justice. Yeah. No, you go ahead. No, you go ahead. No, go ahead. No, you go ahead. Justice, it's on to you. Man. UGA is going to win no matter what. I think that's pretty unanimous that we right. all agree on that. Also, I want to take a moment to to recognize that um, that AJ Nance has, has yet to ever watch the movie Rudy. I think this would be a good opportunity for him to to put that DVD into the DVD player and uh, and to watch, you know, um, a great film Won't be and uh, a really historical film, historically accurate film. Um, so AJ, uh, you know, it'd be good accurate, for you. Huh? Five five four defensive end gets a gets a, a sack in a game. Uh, he got a sack. He got a sack. Um, and it, start on our middle overrated movie. Right oh, uh, <laughs> Rudy basically is our man, middle school defensive Rudy, line. Right it's now. not an overrated movie. I'm not even a Notre Dame fan, but like it's a good it's it's a good movie. Oh, small white kid works his way on a team. That should be the okay, title of the movie. There's nothing wrong with that. I'm not saying there's nothing wrong with it. It just doesn't peak my interest, man. I might, I'll catch it if it comes on like regular TV one day. Um, you, you should, you should watch it. Like make an effort to watch it. I do want to point out something, Kevin. You said like a lot of people sleep on Notre Dame. Um, under Brian Kelly, eight and five, eight and five, 12 and one, nine and four, eight and five, 10 and three, four and eight was their bad one. 10 and 3, 12 and 1. They're, now they're 2 and 0 this year. Um, he's consistently putting you around that 8, 9, 10 win mark. Um, so I think that it's warranted that A, they're ranked and that you at least consider them uh, a quality opponent when they're playing these big time games. I still wouldn't take, I'm still not taking them in these just because they haven't won enough of them. Uh, I agree, Georgia hundred percent. But you—that's why I say also why that would be such a big upset because it's so unlike Notre Dame to win the big game. Right, right. And I think that they—they've shown that they can compete with these big name teams, but they still got to show they can win those more consistently. So that's why I'm taking Georgia. Um, all right, we got four left. Let's blow through these real quick, and I've got a fifth bonus for you. So. Uh, got Colorado at Arizona State, the fighting Herm Edwards. AJ, who do you got? <laughs> you played to win the game. Hello. <laughs> I'm going with my man Herm Edwards, man. I got to. I like Arizona State. AJ. Uh gotta go with Herm. Kevin. Is that is that you saying Mel Tucker's not your guy? Listen, I like Mel. I do. <laughs> I really do. But if you're asking me a, a Pac 12 coach. Like my favorite Herm, one hundred percent, got to be Herm. Mm, and I like right. Mike Leach too, but you got to be Herm. A um, couple things here. Uh, really impressed, Herm Wet Edwards, that they won the game on the road at Michigan State. Kind of won on a technicality, um, but it's not a technicality; it's a penalty. Well, no, no, no. Even the Pac-12 officials came out and said on the the second attempt. Should have been a call to penalty because the Arizona State guy jumped over. Oh, yeah. Like yeah. it was a clear, he got a running start, jumped over the center. Yeah. Like that's a clear penalty. They didn't call that one, but they called the one from the play before. Sure. Like, uh, I mean, like, yeah. So I get it. I mean, but impressed nonetheless that they went on the road and they won the game. 
Um, I I love what Mel Tucker did against Nebraska. Mm-hmm. Showed that they were not going to quit and give up. Uh, I think they they ran into a buzzsaw with Air Force. Air Force is going to have a good year, and um, it's tough to beat that team that, when you can't prep for them. It's bull. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you got a lot of effort into Nebraska. I mean, that's a rivalry game that's big. And then to follow your rivalry game, you got to play a triple option team. That's tough. They got put in a bad spot. Honestly, got outplayed the entire game. Made a strong effort, but just didn't have it in overtime. I think they bounce back, get Herm Edwards. Yeah. I think Colorado wins. I'm with it. Justice, did you think? All right. Um, I have Arizona State. We'll move on to the next one. Uh, this one should be pretty quick since we've already talked a lot about it. Michigan at Wisconsin. Uh, I have Wisconsin. Wisconsin. AJ, who do you got? Wisconsin. Jump around. Jumping around. And we'll jump straight to um, big SEC match, SEC West, Auburn and Bo Nix at Texas A&M. Kevin Jackson. Uh, A&M got? at home. Freshman quarterback struggles. For every freshman quarterback, for every freshman you play, start on the roster, that equals a loss. Um, This is their loss. Yeah. um, Man. I think, I think, yeah, I'm going to go with A&M here. And I just think that they're more apt to score points than Auburn is. And that's not to say yep. Auburn is not scoring that, points and not doing well. They're just their offense hasn't opened up yet. It will, but it hasn't opened up yet. And I think that A and M we talked about this early in the preseason, Kev. But A and M's got a rough schedule, so you rough. gotta find mm-hmm. wins. And I think this is a winnable game for A and M. I think that they they have to somehow manage to win this game because if not, that's where the tires fall off this thing and, and it and it gets out of line real quick. Yeah. I have AM as well as you guys here. Uh last one and then we'll do a quick bonus. Uh Air Force at Boise, Boise. State. Yeah, Boise. Um Air Force triple option is very effective when it's a non-conference opponent uh, also effective when uh, air force does have good players and they play hard uh boise state's got better players and they're in the league so they're used to playing the triple option they prep for it it's a yearly thing i don't think that air force goes on the road and beats boise probably big probably be one of the bigger wins in troy calhoun's career at Air Force if he were to beat boise on the road because that's that's a i mean no matter what you say aj that's a, it's a quality program. It's a quality <laughs> program. Man. All right. Um, I actually have Air Force, so I'll go against the grain a little bit with you guys there. Um, all right. So real fast, because we already run a little long. Um, Mike Leach had an incredible press conference. If you did not watch it, please go watch it, where he discussed who would win in a battle royale with all the pac I consider mascots. myself a Harry Potter activist, by the way. You, Kevin is a Harry Potter activist. So real quickly, I'll run through these. Um, Cal Bears, Washington State Cougars, Oregon Ducks, Oregon State Beavers, Washington Huskies, Stanford Cardinal, really their mascot's a tree, USC Trojans, Arizona State Sun Devils, Utah Utes, Arizona Wildcats, 
Colorado Buffaloes and UCLA Bruins. You guys have to put your money on one of these mascots in a battle royale. AJ Nance, who is your pick? You already know who I'm riding with. It's it's easily going to be Cal Golden Bears. Like, Oh, get out of here. Listen, a bear has no (laughs) idea how to beat a sun devil. (laughs) It does not have the brain capacity to come up with a way to defeat a sun devil. Hear me out. Hear me out. Bear can hibernate until the sun's not up for a lot of time and then come out and fuck people up. A. B. You go to church all the time. You're telling me you're siding with something with the word devil in it? I'm nope. just nope. saying. Not going to be me. Not going to sell my soul on this podcast. And and three, I'm never picking against the bear. You kidding me? Not a, not a chance. Give me the golden bear. Also, I'm pretty sure. You know, the number one way to defeat a bear is lay down because they like to chase things. If you lay down, it gets bored and runs away. Didn't you, didn't you see a bear yeah. rape Leonardo DiCaprio? Uh, I saw Leonardo DiCaprio wow. whoop the shit out of that bear. Let me tell you something. This is all survive. That bear could not get Leonardo DiCaprio dead. Like, come on. Listen, that bear. AJ, why are you going Golden Bear over Sun or not Sun Devil? Oh, over, that bear was truly over pure Bruin. gold. Though, you didn't, I mean, they oh. just, I mean, <laughs> it's golden. Mm. It's not. What about a Bruin? Uh, I, I, I've never seen a bear and be like, "Oh, look at that Bruin." Like this is that simple. I'm going with the one with bear in the name. So Justice, I made this uh comment. I got the uh you know, I got the uh, I may I've been taking notes for our regular podcast episode. I gotta bring this up. You know, just news and notes for college football. Um uh a Georgia grocery store has removed all Irish spring soap ahead of the Notre Dame Georgia clash. Like that's pretty cool. My favorite soap. Ranking the college football matchups that we'd like to see uh, as per ESPN. You know, they had seven college football mm-hmm. matchups they'd want to see based off like, you know, like one was Oklahoma, uh, um, Alabama, Tua versus Jalen. And then the third one was Mike Leach mascot challenge based on the pressure. Oh, man. Who would you pick to win a mascot challenge in your conference? Man, let me just tell you this, Kevin, in regards to our Pac-12 conversation. The Cougar will find a way. It's clear-minded and crafty, a combination of stay out of harm's way and attack when you get your chances and your openings. He's biased, man. He's biased. Okay, He's a whole- I'm going, that Cougar bring his bitch ass out against my bed. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be like Pokemon. I'm whooping that Cougar's ass if he comes out against my bed. It's that simple. Oh, man. What a great... He's the best, and I'm so sad Tennessee did not hire him two years ago. It makes me sad. He agreed. I saw somebody tweet out, he's the best coach that I would want my team to stay as far away as possible from. Why? I don't know. Like, Okay, Kevin, you at Ohio State, sure. Me at Tennessee? I want all of me some Mike Leach. Well, the guy who tweeted that was a Tennessee guy, too, so that's pretty interesting. That Tennessee guy will whip his ass, so... <laughs> Uh, I'm looking at like the SEC mascots. There's some that just don't stand a chance. Like Aga, Mississippi State's Bulldog, um, a volunteer. <laughs> get, get, getting, get out of here on a volunteer. volunteer. We saved the whole state of Texas. You get out of here. They're getting their ass waxed. Uh, Gamecock, like, 
Come on, dog. <laughs> we're, eating that, we're eating that for lunch and going on about our day. A lot of tiger. A volunteer would so beat a gator. Eh. You got a rifle in our mascot. Yeah, listen, unless you're shooting that gator. Listen, I watched a lot of swamp people. You got to be real targeted with that, with that rifle <laughs> to kill a gator. That's all I'm saying. Well, here we go. If you're looking at the Big Ten, you got a Spartan. Mm. You got a Boilermaker. A Spartan, a pretty formidable warrior, but limited by human. You know what I mean? Yeah. You got a Boilermaker, just honestly, just a blue-collar hard worker. The fucking Cornhusker. You You got a Badger, a Gopher. Give me the Badger. Give me the Badger. You got a Hawkeye. Those things don't give a shit. You got a Buckeye. A Buckeye doesn't stand a chance. Here's the best thing, though, about a Buckeye is a Buckeye is poisonous. Mm. Why so, would you eat it, though? Just step on it. That's what I mean. You just crush it. It'd be done. <laughs> you got a Wildcat. You got a Husker doesn't stand a chance. He's a farmer. A corn husker? <laughs> Listen, that farmer don't stand. That Wolverine's going gut that damn farmer. Could up. you imagine a Terrapin, a turtle against a Wolverine? <laughs> You just go into a shell until the Wolverine wears itself out. Rutgers, <laughs> <laughs> though, they got a Scarlet Knight. I mean, it's tough. Impenetrable armor, armor. That's tough. Listen, I watched Spartans kick people into a ever, never-ending hole on 300. So, man, what I'm, I'm learning at. though is the the Pac-12 mascots are pretty formidable as like a conference. Yeah, that's pretty good. So we did SEC. We did. Who's in the Big Twelve, mascot wise? Oh, you got a Sooner. sooner. Get out of here. Oh, you already know who I'm taking in the Big Twelve. This is Devo, Baylor. Correct. Look there. <laughs> Listen, get that weak ass cyclone out of here. <laughs> yeah, right. A cyclone that has got to be the dub. You ever, the, you the ever cy- see the bear get sucked up in a tornado? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. I bet you if you had put a cyclone, a tornado, and a bear and run them both at each other, cyclone wins. Does, does a Red Raider get its pistols? Because if he does, I mean, that gives yeah. him. Yeah, mm-hmm. same with the Cowboys, Oklahoma State. If, they get, if he gets the double pistols like the mascot, or like the students do, that, that's tough to deal with. Hey, don't sleep on the Mountaineers. Those mountain people are crazy, and they got a gun too. Yeah, the Mountaineers would be like the, uh, would be like the uh, Hunger Games people. You know, you just hide yeah. and like live off the land and just wait for everybody else to just die and kill themselves. Here's the only thing about the mountaineer. Black lung is is crazy taking out coal miners, so they might be in trouble. Yeah. Could you imagine though this scenario in a Hunger Games? Like we put them in one arena and see who would last. Yeah. My uh my bear is gonna be attacking somebody and squish the shit out of this horned frog. <laughs> <laughs> That horned frog's getting mauled immediately. Don't they shoot out a poison, though? I think they do. I think they do. I think the uh, for the ACC, you have two contenders. Um, Miami, of course, because they're the Hurricanes. That's pretty formidable. Yeah. And then you have Wake Forest because, I mean, deacons in the history of the church have been kind of crazy throughout history but if you throw in a damn deacon demon deacon that can ruin a lot of stuff so is a demon deacon a good deacon or a bad deacon a demon deacon has got to be a guy who's in like like he's possessed but still the leader of the church right like but if you got a possessed demon as your like that's what's fighting for you i take that over a lot of things i don't know man listen 
<laughs> I'm looking at some of these and boy, I'm slicing that yellow jacket in half with my Cavalier sword. <laughs> I, I'm like, y'all ever y'all ever played uh, uh, Ninja Fruit back in the day? Somebody's gonna throw that Syracuse <laughs> orange up, and I'm a and just slice them straight in half. <laughs> what about, oh, what about a Blue Devil? No, how was a Blue Devil? So is a Blue Devil a lesser powerful devil than a regular devil? Listen, I'm never picking the devil, so there's that. <laughs> picking the bear over the devil. <laughs> I'm trying to. A hurricane's probably got to win that, but like, if Sebastian, the the actual mascot, <laughs> saw a Seminole, he's getting that that arrow straight through the throat, and the Seminole's straight. Uh, we need to make this a whole podcast episode and save this for like a full episode of like different mascot battle royale combinations. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, I think that about does it for the old uh, the old gambling episode. Yeah, yeah, we got off topic a little bit, but we gave you a little bit of a, an extended episode since we missed last week. Uh, as always, please, please, please rate, review, subscribe uh, to wherever you listen to podcasts. Um, Apple Music is the only one that allows you to leave uh, reviews and ratings. Please leave a five star. If you leave a four star, I will hunt you down. Uh, with any combination of my bears and attack you, so you've got the miles, you got yeah. the points. Yeah, I, listen, I've I've traveled all across this country and I've got uh, three thousand flight miles, so that's going to get me nowhere. Uh, but uh, somehow I'll find you, just like taken. Mm. Um, again, let us know. We're going to be active again this weekend on uh, Instagram and Twitter. We want to hear your picks? We'll start throwing up picks uh, probably Friday. Um, let us know who you're thinking. Let us know where we messed up. Uh, Kevin, Justice, anything before we get out of here? Man, go Buckeyes. Yes, sir. Have a good week. I will admit that the SEC is the unanimous crap, like the champion. I don't really need a D, I need a All a bad bitch need is a Cash rules everything around me. Green get the money. Dollar, dollar bill, yo. I'm rich. Straight cash, homie.